Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. Last Friday marked the return of M. Night Shyamalan to theaters. Armed with a very low-key but interesting trailer, I was very curious to check it out. So, here we go. This is the 2021 M. Night Shyamalan directed Old. Me personally, I am not a M. Night Shyamalan hater. I know he's had some severe misfires over the course of his career. However, he has also made some of the greatest films of all time. I know it's tough to actually say that The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable will stand the test of time, but I really do believe they will. They still hold up on viewings. They're still fantastic from a writing and direction standpoint. It wasn't always great though, as he seemed to buy into his own hype and we kind of had diminishing returns with every film that he made. It doesn't mean that some of these movies were bad, it just means that they were average and they kind of suffered under the weight of his own self-imposed hype. It was to the point where the M. Night Shyamalan name and his own brand wound up being a somewhat joke amongst the internet and maybe even some Hollywood executives. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes there. One thing is for sure, he did kind of make a big comeback or a minor comeback in the terms of actual box office performance. It's surprising that he was able to have these bombs of films such as The Last Airbender, After Earth, Lady in the Water. They wound up being amazing disappointments. I myself haven't seen The Last Airbender or After Earth. I do know that Lady in the Water was a big letdown for me. I do like that storybook and I guess fairy tale type of idea. I think it was very mishandled overall. It was a movie that I honestly couldn't wait for it to be done. I saw it once, I don't intend to revisit it. I might revisit it though, specifically because I want to see if my disappointment was really directed towards M. Night Shyamalan because I was expecting something good or even great. But we're not really talking about that here. I want to talk about his latest release, Old. Maybe in closing, I'll go and focus a little bit more on some of his other films in his career, as I think it's important because he always takes those big swings. He may strike out, or he may hit a home run. At the very least, he could always hope to get on base. The film Old focuses on a family as well as some of the other people that are at this resort. They get wind that there is a secluded, beautiful beach, and, well, they want to check it out. So they get the opportunity to go and see this wonderful beach that somehow rapidly ages everybody, and it means that their lives are pretty much cut down to roughly about a day. When I was watching this film, I didn't know exactly what was going on. All I knew is that everybody seemed to have something wrong with them medically. So that was the one thing that linked everybody there to the beach and why they were there potentially. Of course that ties into the greater twist. M. Night Shyamalan did provide a twist ending here. I don't know if it's going to be a twist ending that holds up nearly as well as something like The Sixth Sense or Unbreakable. I don't know if the movie itself will even hold up to future viewings. What I can tell you about this is that it probably is one of M. Night Shyamalan's best films as far as incorporating that twist ending. It doesn't feel hollow like his other films such as like The Visit. I thought The Visit was a well-executed 
small budget horror film, thriller film, I, I guess you could call The Visit a horror film, but this here is simply a thriller. From the opening credits, you get the feeling that he really wanted to create a Hitchcock-style film. He doesn't necessarily do that here, but I think he created an M. Night Shyamalan film maybe inspired by something that Alfred Hitchcock may have done. I don't know if he would have done anything this high concept or not. I'm gonna say not, but it is really clear that that's what Shyamalan was aiming for here. I think one of the big things here is that if you do not care for M. Night Shyamalan's films, this is definitely not going to change your opinion. Everything about this movie feels like an M. Night Shyamalan product, for better or worse. For me, that's fine, because for the most part, I like his films. I like what he does as far as his direction, I like his writing. I think he could probably use a collaborator, but it's nice to see him still making films that are being released theatrically, especially with some of the big bombs that he's had. I personally didn't see Split in theaters. I didn't even know it was an M. Night Shyamalan film. I didn't see his name plastered all over it. It was almost like a low-key M. Night Shyamalan film. Thankfully, that movie was a success. We did get that sequel to it, Glass, which was a much bigger budget, much higher concept. It was also a big failure in my eyes. I did not like Glass at all, but it didn't actually sour my feelings or want to see an M. Night Shyamalan film. That's where Old comes into play. Old is actually a good movie. I'm gonna say it's probably one of his best. Again, it is an M. Night Shyamalan feeling film. The big difference is that it's not taking place in Philadelphia. He put himself into a brand new locale, something that he rarely does in his films. However, you do hear the characters mention that they're from Philadelphia, so it is a nice little shout out to Philly. With Old, we get a story that makes you wonder if all the BS that we fight about, things that we think can't be solved, this movie does tackle some very human emotions and concepts. I think this movie carried out the idea pretty well. We have a husband and wife that are on the verge of divorce thinking they're keeping it from their kids. However, their kids hear everything that the parents argue about. Could it have been worked out? I don't know. There's adultery thrown in there. And then you also have the other people in the film. M. Night Shyamalan uses this to his advantage. It allows him to tackle racism. So there's a lot of different things going on, and I don't think any one of these things are really shortchanged throughout. I think the film itself is probably a perfect length. It doesn't go too far out there. It doesn't go and feel like we should have gotten more. It's incredibly self-contained. One of the more interesting things about this is that it's not an M. Night Shyamalan original story. It's based off of a graphic novel called Sandcastles, which I had no clue. It's amazing to me that some of these films that tackle some very real human emotions and things that we go through through our lives come from graphic novels. It just impresses me that we're able to get those things from graphic novels. The other one that I'm looking at is A History of Violence, which I tackled many months ago, maybe even a year ago. But to be able to take that from basically comic book to screen is a pretty cool thing. I don't know how close this actually sticks 
to the original source material, but it's nice to see M. Night Shyamalan get inspiration from something that we wouldn't expect. I heard some critics go and say that the movie's devoid of any kind of emotion. I don't think that's the case. I think that the one of the scenes towards the end with the husband and wife that are dealing with their impending divorce and their adultery and such, I think it's carried out really well. Not only do they have a love for their children, that's never in question. You always get the sense that they love their children. But they're acting selfishly. They're acting for themselves and not so much for their family. However, the thought of the impending death, this rapid aging of seeing their children age before their eyes so quickly, I can't help but think that it's a metaphor on how life goes by so quick and we don't realize how easy some of the answers may be to our own lives and own problems with the husband and wife facing that their lives will be done by the time they go to sleep, if not before. It allows them to reconnect in a way that they probably both have never thought possible. M. Night Shyamalan also gives himself an extended cameo here. I think it's fine, it's just funny to me that he always kind of acts as a villain of sorts in his films. I wonder why he doesn't give himself a better role in his movies. <laughs> I know that that's another Hitchcockian type of thing to do. However, Alfred Hitchcock, he simply would just kind of stay in the shadows and it's a blink if you miss it. Shyamalan likes to put himself a little bit further out there. I'm not complaining with that. It's just, it's an interesting parallel because he's putting himself in the film, not just as a cameo, but as a actual important part to the overall puzzle. So as you can guess, I actually enjoyed this movie quite a bit. I'm not giving anything away here specifically because I think you should probably see it for yourself. If you saw it and you enjoyed it, great. I love that you did. If you saw it and disliked it, at least have some reasons of why and not just a, well, it's an M. Night Shyamalan film. We need to appreciate that he does actually try to take those big swings he doesn't always hit that home run. He doesn't hit a home run here, but he does craft a movie that reminds us, you know, his films are actually pretty good when he's given the right material or if he feels inspired. I think the coronavirus thing was probably an inspiration to him for the fear of isolation and everything. I don't know. I haven't investigated that if that's one of his inspirations here, but I kind of got that as well from the film. When you have a director and their backs are against the wall the way Shyamalan's kind of was, he didn't really make anything for making the film split. He made it truly because he believed in his project. He also wanted to show people that he wasn't done yet. I think that is very much the case. I don't think that he's done yet in his career. I hope that he keeps trying to be choosy of all of his films that he makes. I don't think doing something like The Last Airbender or After Earth was necessarily a good idea. It was a big budget, high concept thing, and it didn't exactly work for the movie, for critics, for audiences. Instead, it kind of tarnished M. Night Shyamalan's name. I think that's where Shyamalan is strongest, is with the smaller scale, more personal types of stories. 
I actually forgot to mention one of his other big misfires, which was The Happening. The Happening is a bad movie. Straight up, not good at all. I gotta say I enjoyed it for the wrong reasons. I enjoyed it because it made me laugh quite a bit throughout the film. But anyway, he's a stronger director when he has those small concepts and is able to expand on it, maybe provide that twist ending. One of the problems with his films is that we were always looking for the twist ending in his films. I think the movie Signs, it wasn't a necessarily satisfactory twist ending. However, the one that followed that, The Village, I was incredibly disappointed with that because if you're paying attention to it, you could guess it probably about, I don't know, half hour to 40 minutes in as far as what's going on. It was a decent film. That overall twist just made it a drag when I made it to the end and it's like, oh great, I actually guessed what this movie is. I can't imagine some of the other projects that he was linked to over the course of his failures. One of them was actually Indiana Jones 4, which of course became Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, a much-hated film by fans, critics. I'm glad that his script was never used. I don't know how he would have been able to add to it. I also don't know if he would have been right for that project. Indiana Jones 4 went through many different scripts. They even had one from Frank Darabont. The M. Night Shyamalan script, I don't know if it was ever truly entertained. Either way, it wouldn't have been good for him to be a part of something that was already established. He needs to have that originality. I know that this is based off of a graphic novel. I'd like to think that he just took the idea and concept and just kind of ran with it and changed it into his own M. Night Shyamalan-esque idea. We can't forget some of the other things that happened in his failure era. The movie Devil. The film Devil was actually a good one. He, of course, did not direct that. However, his production company produced it. He wrote the script. It wound up being a good movie. I almost wish he would have directed it, specifically because it would have let people know, hey, I'm still here. It was a good enough script that I think he could have done something great with it, even though the resulting movie was great. So that's the main takeaway here. If you're going to go see Old, or if you've already seen it, if you didn't like it, maybe you want to pick it apart for something other than it being an M. Night Shyamalan film. Because the resulting movie, in my opinion, was good. It was one of his best. It's not nearly as good as The Sixth Sense. It's not as good as Unbreakable. If we're being honest, it's not as good as Split or even Signs. But it is a good movie and I really liked with some of his creative crafty camera work and it moved along at a pretty good clip. I never once wondered, oh man, what time is this? When is this movie going to be over? It was a movie that was perfectly enjoyable and I myself, I recommend checking it out and hopefully you like it. I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you need to catch up on some past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. If you don't do the whole social media thing, you can reach out to me at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. I do take suggestions and I'd be happy to hear from you. If you're enjoying my show and have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. 
It'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as continue to create new content. Plus, I simply love those digital hugs. But with that being said, be kind and good night.